Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody, it's Annalena here, your host of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. And today we have a special treat for all of you. So recently somebody asked me on Instagram, hey, would you mind talking a little bit more about Taylor Swift's human design and gene keys? And I was like, sure, I put it on my list. I always love to look at people's charts, especially celebrities. I think I've done three or four already. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at her chart from both the human design and Jinky's perspective. Obviously, I don't know her personally. I only know from the news. My daughter is a big fan of hers as well. That's probably where I have learned most from her. And also, I think I watched one time a documentary about her. It was something where she was speaking at the university. And I remember at the time I was looking up her human design and it was so much of who she is because she talked all about her intuition and you will see we're going to look at her chart in a little while so she is a projector and before we dive in i also want to invite all of you because this is about the voice taylor swift is a singer right now i'm talking here on a podcast i'm using my voice i have been doing this now for almost two years and it has been beautiful for my confidence for my business totally amazing. And I can only highly recommend anybody that fills the poll to do a podcast, go do that. And if you would like to have some support, I do have good news. I have a brand new course coming out that starts on January 25th on a Leo new moon. Leo is all about getting out in the spotlight. And it's going to be called Easy Podcast Launch. We already have a beautiful group of people that have joined us. And it's going to be a 12-week life experience where I will guide you into the depth of your own human design and your gene keys and support you to get your own podcast out into the world in an easy way. So if you want to have more details, just look in the show notes and click on the link. I have it all written out there. There's even a separate video where I talk more about it and let your body decide. I would absolutely love to welcome you there. Now, without further ado, I'm going to pull up some slides and we're gonna look at Taylor Swift. So I'm gonna call it Celebrities on Purpose and we're gonna look at her human design and jinkies. So first of all, she is a splenic projector, 5-1 profile. And the first thing that I wanna say, because I hear this so much in the human design space and social media especially that often people with an undefined sequel, so that center at the second from the bottom, is that's your sequel center, right? And 
that is the center for life and workforce energy. And very often there's this misconception that when people have an undefined sequel, that they think that they don't have any kind of energy. But that is not the case at all. As you may know from Taylor Swift, she has quite some energy. What really happens when you have an undefined sequel is that you can amplify the energy from other people around you. And at times you have amplified energy and you have a lot, right? And then you need longer period times of rest. But when you can totally lean into that, you actually have a lot of energy to pour out into the world. And one thing that really stands out when I look at Taylor Swift's chart is that she has two channels connected from the root center, right? The center at the very bottom, that's brown. And then it's going to the left to the spleen center. So she has the 5818 channel, which is called the channel of judgment. And then she also has the 3820 channel, which we call the channel of struggle. And anytime for any design, right? For any of the five types, when we have a channel that's connected from the root to the spleen center, always when I have a reading, we always talk about, hey, it's very important for you to have lots of physical activity. Because the root center, there's always this pressure to create something, to evolve, to practice, to do, to fight for something, to get things started. And when we are not allowing this energy to be moved, right? Because it moves to the spleen. The spleen is the center for our health and well-being. If we don't move this energy, it can really negatively impact our health. So it's extremely important for a person like Taylor Swift to have a lot of physical activity. And obviously, I don't know her in her personal life, but just from what we see her, I mean, currently she's on she's on her Eras tour and she's very active, right? She's very much out there moving her body and dancing. And obviously she has a lot of joy doing that. And gate 58, I'm going to look at this one in particular right now. So gate 58 she has that in her Mercury, in her conscious Mercury. And she also has gate 58 in her unconscious Saturn and in her conscious Uranus as well. So she has gate 58 three times in her chart. Anytime we have a gate more than twice or two or three times, sometimes even four times, it becomes a very big theme for us. So Gate 58 is a really big theme for her. So what is Gate 58 about? So Gate 58 in the shadow is all about dissatisfaction. Right? We're frustrated, we're dissatisfied. And in the higher frequency, it's all about satisfaction. And it's ultimately about bliss and joy and doing. And it's about repetition and doing things over and over again and then eventually becoming masterful at that. And I think when we see her, I mean, just this one picture here, right? I think she's totally like having fun. She's doing her thing full of bliss and joy. And that's how I mainly see her also when I see her on TV or on documentaries. And also when you just hear her sing in her songs, there's a sense of joy. She's, she's enjoying what she's doing. And that's just a really beautiful thing that I think she really, really embodies. And it's amazing because gay 58 is in her conscious Mercury, right? Mercury is that planet of communication and it's in the sixth line. The sixth line 
as that role model. So the first 30 years of life, which she has already left behind, is very experimental. She tries things out and then at age 30-ish until 50, it's more like on the roof where it's more reflecting on all the experiences she had. And then she eventually becomes a role model and teacher. And I have found that people in their now 20s or early 30s, like Taylor Swift, I feel like they are getting to that off the roof phase earlier on in life. And I'm not saying she's totally there. I think she's going to reach more and more wisdom as she becomes older. And then usually what happens around the age of 50 is that you peak wisdom at some point, and then you really want to get out into the world. Now, she's obviously already out into the world. She's sharing all her experiences, a lot of wisdom from what she has gone through in her life. And I mean, as a singer, one of the things that I think is so healing, most likely for her and also for her audience and her fans, is that she has been sharing for years already in her 20s her truth. Ray Taylor Swift talks so much about her relationship disappointments and breakups and all these things and emotional pain she has gone through. And most of us humans, we hold this back. We don't talk about it. We internalize it. We suppress the feelings. And she is showing to us, like, do not hold this back. Talk about it. Be honest. Be blunt. And what a beautiful way for her to do that with music. And obviously, we see this with a lot of musicians as well. I re recently, I did an episode about Robbie Williams. I think both of them, they have been actually together on the stage already, Taylor Swift and Robbie Williams as well. And he too, right, is so, in his songs, he, he sings about painful experiences. He sings about what he's feeling, and he's just letting it all out without filter. Because most of us, especially, you know, once we become adults, it's like we have to be responsible, we have to be proper, and we suppress so much of how we really feel. So that's such a gift that she is giving to us. And then actually what's very super interesting, so her unconscious Mercury is that gate 18, which is part of this channel of judgment, right? So all her communication is about this energy moving from the first, the shadow of dissatisfaction. So she's expressing all her dissatisfaction with her relationships in particular. And through being so honest and transparent, she ultimately turns it into perfection in some way, right? Where she's just like transforming it. And I think she had lots of relationships that were kind of seen as a failure or not so good or very frustrating for her. And I think recently, it's going a little bit better for her, but I don't want to get too much into gossip here and these kind of things. And I truly believe this is because she has been so open and honest about it. Now, when I think that was a couple of years ago, I saw her speak, you know, at a college graduation, I think it was, and she spoke to the students. And the one thing that I remember, she was so much about do your own thing and listen to your intuition. That's really what she talked about. And I mean, look, she has a defined spleen and also defined wall center. So she has a very empowering voice. And with that gentleness and this sense of intuition, because that's who she is and that most likely that has worked for her the best as well when she's listening to her very own intuition. Now, her conscious son. So she has gate 26 in her consciousness. So gate 26 is often referred to like the salesperson. And if you remember from 
my other podcast episodes, if you have been following me for quite some time, I have been a client of hers. I also have done a collaboration workshop recently last year with her, with Holly McHugh. So she's a sales and messaging coach. She also has that gate 26 and her conscious son. They may even have the same birthday. I mean, at least the December 13th date. I'm not exactly sure, but she's also, she's a 5-1 profile. She's a manifesting generator, but she also has a 26 in her conscious son. And I, I, she also, she has the same gates in her incarnation cross, basically, as Taylor Swift. Now, I'm pointing this out because human design doesn't give you a job description, right? It's like, oh, if I have gate 26 in my conscious son, I have to be a sales and messaging coach. No, not really. That's what Holly loves to do. It's about loving what you do and enjoying making money with it and selling it to the world. In Holly's case, it happens to be selling and helping people how to write messaging and sales, right? For Taylor Swift, it's singing and using her voice and talking openly about how she feels, speaking her truth and bringing all the joy she has and the enthusiasm through her voice into the world. And she's obviously doing that. And she's also impacting the masses. I mean, the five line is that visionary leader energy that really takes things very far. And that's definitely the case for her. And it is about enjoying what you're doing and also enjoying making money with that to actually be okay that just when you have fun, you also make a lot of money with that. And we often talk about this in human design, do what you love and earn money with that. And it's not about trading your time for money, you know, working a butt off in any way or form. That's something you don't enjoy. That's not what we want to do, but it's about doing the thing that you love so much. It doesn't even feel like work. And I would bet almost if you ask Taylor Swift, you know, like, does it feel like work? Maybe some parts of it, but that's just what she loves to do. And I'm sure she loves to sell what she's doing. And obviously she's, I mean, she's one of the most famous persons around, makes makes a lot of money. And then her conscious earth is the gate 45, which is all about community. And this is very interesting. This is the only gate she actually has come off her throat center. So being a singer, when you have an undefined throat center, that actually is often such a gift because she has a much greater variability in her voice. If you remember from Robbie Williams about a month ago when I talked about him, he had a defined throat center. So his voice is, is beautiful, right? But it's much more, it has a more consistent tonality, so to say. And Taylor Swift, she can have much higher variations and how high or how low she can go into her voice so oftentimes singers that have an undefined throat center they're like even even more talented and then with that gate 45 so gate 45 is in the tribal community so it's all about it's the people it's about doing something for the tribe for the greater good of humanity and share share it's about also sharing resources and it's also this queen energy and i think she beautifully embodies this right she is she's doing her thing but in a very open-hearted way where she truly cares for the well-being of other people and how the resources are being distributed and one thing that i heard recently again it was something that i read on the news i don't know if it's true or not but obviously she's making a lot of money with her concert ticket sales and they also i know the prices are through the roof 
that's a whole other discussion. But anyways, people pay for it. And what she has done, obviously, many times without, you know, plastering it all over social media or bragging about it, she actually donated a lot of money, like millions and millions of dollars from her ticket sales to local cities, to the food banks. And obviously that, I think it's like more money than I have ever received before from any person. And, you know, she's doing a lot of good goodness with the money that she earns, because obviously at some point you make more money than you can ever need for yourself. And it seems that she has really a gift there to, to share the money that she makes and, you know, really, really good ways to better communities and help people live live better lives now now we're going to look at her unconscious side in the human design chart so her unconscious sun and earth and so she has gate six and gate 36 which is super super interesting i'm actually going to now switch over to the gene keys because it's so beautiful when I saw this. So the unconscious sun, it's, we call it the radiance gene key. And the unconscious earth is what we call the purpose gene key. And this is really the physical body. This is what grounds you. And so gate six is a very emotional energy. So both of these energies come off the emotional solar plexus center, right? And for her, radiance means what keeps you healthy what keeps you well and for her it all has to do with physical and emotional intimacy that's something she needs and obviously we all human need this but for her it's extra extra important and again this is such a beautiful thing because in her songs it's mainly about you know relationship stuff and intimacy sexuality and all that kind of stuff. So it's very, very interesting. And then the, her purpose gene key is that gate 36, which is also a highly emotional energy. And this energy is all about having an open heart and also not judging yourself for any kind of emotions that you feel. And where you learn over time that you know, you're going to be okay no matter what. If people hurt you or something, it's more about if you if you allow people to hurt you or not. And combined with this gate six, which also is her core wound, that is so interesting. So if you look at what, what's called here in the gene key is the vocation. If you look from the radiance gene key a little bit up to the right. So vocation is part of the pearl sequence. That is kind of the your job vocation, what it becomes. So in the beginning, though, this is your core wound because it's also part of the Venus sequence where it's all about relationship dynamics. In your human design chart, this is your unconscious Mars. So she has that on the left side here, 6.6, .6, right? So you see again, that's her core wound or also called vocation. It's also this gate six. And in the shadow, it's called conflict. So... This is, again, all about relationship dynamics. And what is very, very important for her that she is here to actually bring peace into situations. And obviously, if she reacts, right, when we get emotionally triggered and she just reacts with that and more conflict arises. But the gift of diplom diplomacy is all about not forcing anything in relationships, right? If somebody is not available for you or doesn't, 
want the int intimacy that you desire for yourself, then we cannot force it. And diplomacy is all about allowing what's really right and aligned for you. And in the human design chart, this gate six also connects to gate 59, which she has it undefined. But again, the gate six will always look for this energy. And gate 59 is all about transparency and intimacy. So the more truthful she is, the more transparent she is about how she really feels, the more diplomatic, the more harmonic, the more peaceful relationships will look like for her. And then she has that in the vocation or the core wound, she has it in the line six as well. And the line six is always about teaching. It's about being a role model and sharing those gifts with others, what she has learned from that. And again, I think if you listen to all her songs and albums she has created, it's a whole like relationship course and total inspiration for all of us to be more transparent, to be more honest and real about how we feel. And I can tell you from my own experience, and I have also recently had these conversations with clients as well, a lot, where it's always like, yeah, when I am just honest and truthful about how I feel without pointing fingers or blaming anybody for how I feel, then it creates magic. It turns the disruption or the trigger into something really beautiful, like we alchemize that energy. And it's not a bad thing, right? When we have triggers that arise in relationships, it's more about how are we responding? How are we reacting to that? And it's important for all of us to find ways to move that energy. And I've personally, I think I've shared this many times before, I love EFT tapping. So if I have a trigger, because I'm not a great singer at all, <laughs> so maybe I need to practice a little bit, but I like to, when I really get triggered and I get angry, I love to tap and I just say those things out. And I mean, in a way, Teda is doing that with her singing. And I think she really allows herself to get pissed, to get angry, to get, uh, to just get it out how she feels. And that is a gift because especially we adults, we're way too serious. We're way stuffing down too many things and are not speaking how we truly feel. And very often, I know this for myself, it comes from a really, really big fear of rejection. And for me, it's especially I'm a two, four profile. The four line has always this big fear of rejection, but I have also learned we all have fear of rejection. And especially in terms of gates and jinkies, in particular, jinky six has a huge, a huge, huge fear of rejection. So for Taylor, that's a really big theme in life, this fear of rejection. And I think she has processed this through her singing in her own unique way. And also her SQ is gate 28, which is that gate of, um, call it the struggle oftentimes. And I think she has also expressed like where she had her struggles and then, but she kept fighting for it, right? She Because she desires intimacy, she desires emotional connection. And through being transparent and honest about all of that, she has found her purpose in that and created something very, very beautiful. Now, in terms of prosperity and money, obviously we all know that she's financially really, really well. What we tend to look at in the jinkies is the pearl and also the culture, so the, the whole pearl sequence basically. And she has very interestingly her culture, which is her unconscious Jupiter and her human design chart and her pearl 
is the conscious Jupiter in our human design chart is both gate 52. Now, what's so fascinating about this is, if you remember earlier, we also discovered that in her human design chart, she has gate 58, which is all about satisfaction and joy and bliss and enjoying doing things over and over again and eventually becoming masterful at it. That is the programming partner of gate 52. So programming partners, they always, they feed each other. They are like a mirror to each other. And they're literally, it's like a coin and you don't have the coin without the two sides, right? So without gate 58, gate 52 or gene key 52 wouldn't really be here. And the dissatisfaction of the 58 feeds into the stress, right? So when she's experiencing stress, and she's not being satisfied, that just kind of is a vicious cycle. But then she transcends it through the satisfaction and the bliss and the joy, and that flows into what we call restraint for the 50-second gene key. And the city is called stillness, but this is where you really, you channel your energies into the right thing, right? Because the, the next gate that follows the gate 52 in the human design chart is gate nine, which is about focusing on something, focusing on the right thing. So for her, she focuses on singing and expressing her emotions and how she feels. And she does it consistently over time. And most likely I'm assuming this is that when she allows herself to really tune into the nothingness of just being, because the 52 is oftentimes referred to like this, the still mountain. It's like a Buddha kind of energy. It's just like you're in stillness and you're just being. And I wouldn't be surprised if in those moments is where she received those insights about the lyrics for the new song, right? And get this, get this out into the world. And then both of her, Pearl and her culture are both in the five line as well. So again, it's this like amplified visionary leader, heretic energy to make impact on more like a global level to provide practical solutions for humanity. And I mean, let's be real. I mean, this is not like a technical thing, but okay, how to live a blissful life and how to have more fulfilling relationships. Her practical solution for us as humanity is to do what you love, follow your bliss, trust your intuition and express with honesty and love how you really feel. If you're sad, if you're mad, if you're disappointed, but have the courage to express how you truly feel, because that's what she's doing over and over again. And I, I personally find this really, really inspiring. And I think growing up, I never really understood the power of celebrities like singers. And I never paid much attention also to lyrics, I have to say. And now I'm doing it more and more. And I'm starting to see how how powerful it is when we put our truth into those things. So I'm doing podcasting, right? As you know, I also talk a lot about how I feel, how things are going in my business, what's going well, what's not going well, what are my opinions, what are my insights, what are my learning lessons? So that's an outlet for me. And it has also been incredibly, incredibly healing for myself. And I invite all of you to take some time to feel into it or even ask the universe, what is your most aligned way of sharing, sharing your truth? For some people, it's also writing in poetry, for example, or writing a book. 
it's a more quiet, right? We can also do this with ourselves. We don't have to go out into the world and be on big stages. And even podcasting, it may be, not be the thing for everyone, but for some, it may be the thing. Or having a YouTube channel or whatever you think of, or it could be in your local community where you have small gatherings with four or five people and there you share. There are also sometimes for men and women both where we have retreats and we sit around a fire or somewhere out in nature and we openly and vulnerably share how we really feel. And then through body movement, we move our stack energy, those stack emotions in our body. So there's so many different ways. And Taylor Swift, she's doing it through using her voice, expressing it and dancing and moving around on the stages. So she's moving that energy consistently and then consistently sharing her truth with the world. So this is what came through for me. Obviously, there's probably lots and lots of more stuff there in her charts. And I mean, one more thing that I want to say as a five one, you have a very seductive nature and, and she has that obviously. And I feel like she's using it in a very good way because obviously, yeah, we can use it in wrong ways, right. To seduce people, but she has just this magnetic essence and, and beauty that she's radiating out into the world through coming from her heart, through coming for her intuition, through empowering people from speaking her her truth at all times. And also, I hope this is an inspiration, especially for all of you projectors or undefined sequels out there, that you can have a lot of energy. And obviously, she has two motor centers defined, so she has a root center defined, and also the, the will center defined. My dad also, for example, is a projector and he has I think he's emotional he has emotional center and the ego center defined as well and he goes on bicycle and motorcycle trips all the time you know he's over 70 now he has been doing this entire life he's super active and he doesn't have a defined sequel either and I know people actually that are projectors that don't even have one of the motor centers defined and they're taking action, they're showing up. And it's always when you do what you love, when you do what lights you up, that's really the message of the sequel center for all of us, not just for the generators and manifesting generators that follow your bliss, follow your joy. And when you have the courage to do the thing, despite what society tries to tell you or tries to talk to into, the more successful you are going to be and you will have exactly the energy that you need to share your gifts with the world so let this inspire you i hope you enjoyed this episode sharing some of my insights about taylor swift and how she's sharing her gifts with the world and as always i want to thank you for being here and i'm very excited to be with you all on the next episode Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.